So I want to answer a fundamental question. In this time of world crisis, why would we begin a live series on meditation? Welcome to Natural Tendencies. I'm your host, Rick Braden. Join us as we hear the real issues affecting real people that truly and deeply impact their work performance. Anxiety, depression, conflict, marital problems, trauma, grief, and loss. Right here, right now, right on! Hello and welcome. Huge thank you to everyone who's joining us either on Uber Conference and or Facebook Live. This is our very first broadcast of hopefully many of the getting out of your head and coming back to your senses. Many of the folks joining us are artists and musicians and social workers, psychologists, trainers, hopefully wives, children, aunts, uncles, grandpas, grandmas, people of all sizes, shapes, and colors, the young and the old, every kind of race, sexual orientation, everybody's welcome here because we are about inclusiveness. And inclusiveness is one of the absolute hallmarks of love. And as many of you know, our core and unwavering mission is to help a lot of people. So just a big thank you to everybody who's joining us for our first edition of Get Out of Your Head and Come Back to Your Senses. And of course, I want to give a special shout out to Lauren and Bob for handling in real time the technical challenges that we're facing now and those technical challenges that we will inevitably face as we go along. And one thing we certainly have to do in these kind of times is learn to roll with constant change. Because everything changes, everything arises, stays for a while, and returns from whence it came. There are no exceptions to that, whether we're talking about people, places, thoughts, emotions, movements, smells. It doesn't matter what you talk about. Everything constantly changes. Some things more slowly than others, but everything changes. So I want to answer a fundamental question. In this time of world crisis, why would we begin a live series on meditation? Well, first of all, people are social, and we need to come together as a community of people who are committing, committed to doing good, people who are committed to that which is wholesome. And by wholesome, I have a very simple definition for that word. Good for you, good for me, sustainable. That's what it's all about. And we're doing this live every weekday so we can maybe get a short break from the craziness and the intensity that our entire globe is facing. And third, I miss you. There's some of you that I get to see regularly, but many of you I don't now. And so the opportunity to see or hear or in any way connect with the people that I care about is just so valuable. And as far as answering why meditation, personally, I know of nothing, nothing more central to staying steady and staying centered 
than a disciplined, consistent meditation practice. The benefits of meditation have been well known around the world for millennia, for thousands of years. And fortunately, modern science is supporting these benefits. And among them, and this just taken right from the, most of it from the Harvard School of Medicine, the recognized, scientifically validated reasons to meditate, stress reduction, controlling anxiety. And if anxiety is not at an all-time high now, it's likely going to be. Almost everybody who is breathing at some point during this crisis will experience some type of anxiety, some sort of stress, from a mild uneasiness to the stomach to consistent panic attacks. Meditation is a wonderful medicine. In fact, some of the earliest definitions of meditation have the same root meaning as the word medicine. So I very much see meditation as a, med as a medicine for our time. Meditation also promotes overall mental and emotional health. It enhances self-awareness. Self-awareness is so important because we need to have a deeper understanding of how our moods, how our actions, how our speech impacts others. And through heightening self-awareness, we gain that deeper understanding so that we can relate to the people we come across in our lives in a way that is wholesome. Again, good for you, good for me, sustainable. Meditation lengthens attention span. It generates and can generate kindness, basic compassion. These are the foundations of a healthy society. And over time, meditation, the type that I practice and train in, is geared to help you develop what I would consider some of the most valuable core, core motivators and values, among them generosity, discipline, patience, concentration, and wisdom. And what's important to know, too, is that meditation is a skill. And learning to meditate is like any other skill. You might think of it like exercising a muscle that you've never really worked out before. It takes consistent practice to get comfortable. And it's usually easier if you have a teacher. So right now I'm your teacher. And as we progress through this series, we're going to invite lots of other teachers. We're going to invite young people to help us in the meditation, old people, we all need grandparents and uncles and aunts and brothers and sisters and children to create a rich and vibrant society. And so we want to bring all of those people together as teachers for you so that you can gain the kind of practice that's going to be good for you at home, good for you in your work, good for you in your marriage, good for you as you try to raise your children, connect with your moms and dads and everybody else that matters in your life. So the bottom line is everybody can meditate. And again, I cannot overemphasize how important consistency is really for success in anything. 
And certainly that holds true for a meditation practice. So if you want to start to experience the benefits of meditation, I would strongly encourage you to set aside a time every day for at least 30 days to engage in some of the practices that we're going to teach you. And I suggest that you start in a way that's easy and gentle. Because I, I loved it when a little boy asked Thich Nhat Hanh, the, the great Zen master who was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize by Martin Luther King in 1967. I loved it when the little boy asked him, why do you sit and why do you meditate? And he paused for a few moments and then he had a, just a classic answer. I meditate for the same reason that you eat ice cream. I like it, and it makes me happy. So our practice is designed to make us happy. If your goal is happiness or compassion or generosity or any of these things, the type of meditation practices that you're going to be exposed to here on our daily show are going to help you achieve those goals. So let's go ahead and begin. Let's get out of our heads and come to our senses. So I would like to begin by setting a simple intention, an aligned intention or vision for everybody that's joining us. And so my intention for each of you, and I hope that you can get behind this intention, is that we relax and learn to be calm. And in so doing, we, by our very energy by our very being will help others relax and be calm. So that's our intention. And now I think about the four essential attitudes that we teach in all of our trainings and those essential attitudes. To the degree you can, I would love you to embrace these attitudes. And they're simply gentleness, patience, a sense of humor and curiosity. Be gentle and patient with yourself. Let's hold a very light touch here. There's no need to be overly serious. And our curiosity, exercising that superpower of curiosity, right now can be demonstrated on your part by simply maintaining an open heart and an open mind. So let's begin. We're going to move first into connecting with sound. And I have here a beautiful old Tibetan singing bowl. And I'm going to simply invite this bowl to ring. And what I'm asking you to do, very simply, is from the time I invite this bowl, this bell to sound, I want you to see if you can hold your awareness to the best you can on the sound of the bell from the moment it starts until you can no longer hear it. Once again, you're simply gonna to try to hold awareness gently, softly, from the moment you hear this bell until you can no longer hear it. Let's go.
and again. Wonderful. So now I would like you to assume an upright seated meditation posture. So it doesn't matter if you're on a chair, you're on a couch, you're seated in a formal meditation posture, you're in your car, or wherever you're at. I just want to share with you a few basic ideas of establishing a meditation posture. So you want to be upright. I had a teacher of mine once share with me about having a hunched over posture, which I often did in the past. And he said, if your body is hunched over, your mind is hunched over. And I think the posture is so important. That's why I'm going to stay here for just a moment. So basically, you want your head aligned with your back or with your neck. You want your shoulders squared in front of you. You want the back to be upright and straight although to the degree you can, relaxed. Great. So once you're there, I simply would like you to go ahead and close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing that. And I want you to allow your awareness to simply move very naturally to any sensations you might have on the top of your head. As we move into the world of sensation, and as you focus your attention on these different body parts as we briefly scan through the body, on the out-breath, you might say very softly to yourself, letting go, relaxing, letting go, relaxing. So allowing awareness to move to the forehead and the area around the eyes, On the out-breath, and contraction actually feels like. Most of us carry so much tension in the body and we're not even aware of it. So as a first step, we want to become aware easily and naturally. Let that tension go in the shoulders. Let's do that one more time. Lifting the shoulders up. Hold. And when you're ready, just simply letting go.
Now allow awareness to move to the area of the upper back. Chest. Lower back. area of the thighs and hamstrings, knees, ankles, bottom of the foot. And now I would like you as you breathe in just naturally and normally, simply note to yourself in on the in-breath and similarly out on the out-breath. I'm going to remain silent for about a minute, and I want you to see if you can pay close and yet relaxed attention to the entirety of the in-breath and the entirety of the out-breath. Most of us are not going to be able to do that very long. That's fine. When you notice that you're distracted, simply start over. Begin again. This is so much of meditation is simply coming back to whatever you're meditating on, in this case, the breath. So let's begin there, breathing in and breathing out. As the mind wanders, bring it back. Come back, honey. Stay. Breathing in. Breathing out. Wonderful. And now in conclusion, you can go ahead and open your eyes. You'll see that I'm smiling at you. And maybe you can smile to somebody that's close to you, somebody near you. And just thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back for our next session of Get Out of Your Head and Come to Your Senses. Same time every weekday, 2 p.m. Mountain. Thank you so much. Signing off. At Behavioral Essentials, we intend to help a lot of people, and today we hope we helped you. So join us for our next session, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, and visit our website at behavioralessentials.com. Thanks for listening.